BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Tricaris, bitches, welcome to... Do you watch Game of Thrones? What was that? Tricaris? Dracaris. I don't watch Game of Thrones. Oh, Whitney. I know, I know. Don't hate me. I know. Timmy does. I don't. I know. Well, it's over now. Okay. You missed the boat. (laughs) Shit. No worries. You didn't miss anything this year, so (laughs) fine. But I am here, you guys, with the... Whitney Port. Anyone who's a millennial like me <laughs> looked up to you. I mean, I remember watching The Hills like senior year of high school and like my first year of college being like, oh my gosh, I want to move to LA. Do you get sick of people always That's, telling you that? No, it's the it's, best thing ever for me because like I always my insecure side is like, oh, I'm just this reality TV person. No, so when people actually feel like I've done something to inspire them, it makes them feel did. so good. And like, I, you know, I was just on your podcast. We were talking a little about this. And yeah. so if anyone wants to listen to more of this conversation, you can yes. check out Whitney's podcast. <laughs> yeah. But you were saying like, you know, in the Hills that you didn't have to really show a lot of your personal life and stuff like that. And I'm right. like, honestly, I always thought you had it the best. Because people took you seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I feel like part of that was my doing and part of that was just like the producers. I think that they had this plan for me where they were like, Whitney is just going to be the coworker. She's just going to be like this therapist person. But also, I was really closed off. Like, I didn't really want my family doing it. Yeah. I had this boyfriend who like really didn't want to be on the show. And so they knew that all of that stuff was off limits. Yeah. So yeah, I felt like I was protected in that way. You where were. like people can't really be that protected anymore because then the producers are like, fine, then you just then won't you're be on, on the show. Oh, trust me. I know. Yeah. D- yes. Right. No one is protected in reality TV anymore. No. So, but, like, don't you feel that, like, when you were – you kind of were growing up. Like, you, yes. When you were, like, out and about, do you feel like people took you a little more seriously than the other ones? I feel like it, in the fashion industry, nobody took me seriously. And really? I still feel like I have to prove myself to, like, get in in that world. I just feel like fashion people – can be like snobby and bratty. Let's talk about this real you fast. Know, yes. How do you feel about Fashion Week? Um, just in general about going honestly, to it. Okay. I feel like I in my head I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like you think it's gonna be a great time. You're so excited to get dressed up, and then you get there and you're like, why did I do this? Yes. This is so difficult. It's so frustrating. I don't care about any of this. Everyone is like an asshole taking this too seriously. An asshole, yeah. like it's so it's silly. It's silly. I mean, I I, I kind of like following along on on social media, Same but I'm happy I'm not there. Yes, I don't have FOMO for it. It's no. like going a few times was enough for me. And I think like the first time it was like really exciting. Yeah. But then I realized when you're on reality TV especially, no one really actually respects you in no. the fashion industry. And fashion bloggers and like Instagram fashiony people – 
They're kind of assholes. Kind they, of. They don't drink. They don't eat. They don't talk. They just like <laughs> take photos and post them. And they take it, it so, so seriously. seriously. And like even the parties, I'm like they're all only talking to each other. So yes. no one's really like having fun. And I'm I just know. listening to people being like, oh my God, the, the cheese is to die. And I'm like, you didn't eat it. <laughs> it's honestly true. And I always felt like I was the awkward one. Like I'm like, why are people not like talking to me? Why are people not friendly? Like what? It, why is this not fun? This should be so much more fun. And then I started to realize that like – Everybody else is just like the weird, insecure ones. Yes. You know? But yeah, I know. Why don't fashion people really drink? Like, sometimes I, I think know. about that it's too. I'm so like, weird. And we're sitting here at, at um, DBA right now, and I can think about so many of the bloggers I know that like don't ever have a drink, ever, ever. At all these trips they go on, yes. like all the fashion week, whatever they do, they're, n- I'm like, they're sober the whole time. Why? That Coachella? Coachella? Sober? <laughs> like, I cannot, like, why are you going? I like think about this often, like if I, it's a, like, okay, I like if we're gonna day drink or something like that on a certain day, yeah. I will, my mind will go to, I wonder what like one of these fashion bloggers <laughs> is doing right now sober. Yeah. Like, how do they wake up every day and just, like, I'm just going to be sober and not eat that much? Like, where is your source of fun and joy coming from? I know. I don't understand. I know. They're just maybe just so inspired by, like, clothes. photography and clothes and they just love it. And, I mean, I know. Who knows? Maybe they could be struggling with, like, other issues and sobriety and maybe we're making fun of them for – We're not. <laughs> who knows? We're but, not because they're – listen, they're all very stylish and they're yeah. all very gorgeous so they're great at what they do. Yeah. But it's just weird that they're they're not very welcoming and not very fun. No, I agree <laughs> with you. And I never I I so I would go to fashion week and and not be really taken seriously and I feel like that's still what happens and so this time around one I was like I have a kid that's starting school and like I need to be home and the other part of me was like why am I going to try so hard to yeah. get into these shows when like no one really cares yeah. to have me. Like, yeah. why am I – like, I if I'm invited, that's one thing. But why am I going to proactively have my publicist try to get me into a show I totally, when they don't want me there? Then I feel unwelcome and I feel uncomfortable. Yes. And but then, why don't they take us seriously? I don't know. why. Like, you know what? You would think the reality world would at this point maybe have, like, moved up a little. I – this is the thing. I take you seriously. The I Hills people. I take you seriously. I take seriously. Like, y'all, but you guys did a whole different thing. You paved the way for us. Like, it was honestly like an art form the way that you guys did reality TV. So, like, that you're just like on another level. You know, it's. You, I, I just. I, you were on the cover of Rolling Stone. Yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. But that was also because there was nothing else like it at the time. Like, I wonder if The Hills came out now, if it would be as successful. But I feel like at the time, it was so – it was something so new. Yeah. Um. But now there's so much reality TV. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, And was, everything pushes the envelope. Like yes. I said, I'm watching shows about people who are dating people in prison. Right. It's just like how insane can we make this? Yes. Like how not real life can we make this? And – and you watch Big Brother, you said, which like you can do like 24-7 watching, right? Yeah, you can Isn't- watch them right now. I could tune in and see what's going on, which is so crazy. Could you imagine? No, and they have to stay in a house for like 80 days and not leave. I and could that, never. They don't have pictures of their family. They don't have phones. They don't, yeah. Like that makes me feel like I'm starting to sweat. Like yeah. I could never. How claustrophobic. I would, that's why they go, that's why the show's so good though, because they go insane. They go crazy. And then, yeah. I've never watched an episode of Big Brother. I just know about it. You should. I I didn't watch it until like three seasons ago, and it's been on forever. And I got really obsessed. I mean, if you if watching reality TV is relaxing for you, and that's how you unwind at the end of the day, you will love it. Okay, we okay. can watch the the live feeds together yes. too. If we're really bored, yes, <laughs> we can also Instagram live it. Listen, yes. it could be a whole thing. The opportunities are endless. So I saw that you were Instagramming. Was it Instagram Live, but it was on your Instagram, you watching the hills when yeah. Spencer was 
Spencer had said something to you. This, yeah. This is what really sucks. Yeah. Every time I've met Spencer, I love him. Yeah. But I really, really like you. And I hate when two people I like fight. I know. So <laughs> here's the deal. And I appreciate that because I really like Spencer too. Spencer and I actually went to high school together. And he used to be really good friends with a guy that I was dating, the guy that didn't want to do the hills. Right. So Spencer and I have like history. And, and I think he's so funny. And I really like him. And even when all that stuff was happening with Lauren on the hills, I was like, this was weird because I, 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 I don't know. I had like a loyalty and a past with Spencer, but um, something happened that, where. Wait, hold on, that's crazy that you guys like all like knew each other that much. I know they don't ever talk about that or like get into that. That would have been very interesting. Yeah, like that would have been what I I would have liked to see more of that. What that I know the real truth. Sorry. It's strange yeah. sometimes what they what choose they to choose. show and don't. Yeah, like this whole fight I had with them last week will definitely not be on the show. You guys, my life is made. If you've listened to my podcast, you know I am obsessed, obsessed with Downton Abbey. I spent my whole summer binge watching it. Or actually, I think I got it down in a month. And then after I didn't want, like after it was over, I literally did not know what to do with myself. And then I realized Downton Abbey, the movie, is coming out. Yes, the worldwide phenomenon Downton Abbey becomes a grand motion picture event. I missed the Crawleys. I missed everyone. And now in this movie, we get to see the king and queen of England come visit them. I mean, I just, I, <laughs> the biggest event in Downton history will unleash family secrets, unexpected romances, ooh, I wonder between who, and challenges that will leave the future of Downton Abbey hanging in the balance. All of your favorite characters return for this grand event. I mean, everyone, I just can't believe this. I'm just married. She's my favorite. You know, she's always my favorite. She's such a brat. And I just like, I just relate to her so much. She's a badass. Okay. I think I'm going to dress up for the premiere. You know, I'm even thinking of getting married at Highclere Castle. You think I'm joking? I'm not. I am that obsessed with Downton Abbey. And I feel really honored that they're one of my sponsors right now. And everyone needs to go see it because it's in theaters on September 20th. And I'm freaking the fuck out. So if you go to the Grove on September 20th, chances are you'll see me there. So one night filming, I said something like trying to bring up another side of a story because Spencer and Stephanie were were fighting about something. And I tried to bring up Stephanie's side, like just to be – play devil's advocate, not saying I was siding with her or anything. And Heidi and Spencer took it as I was taking Stephanie's side and they just like wrote me off. Like they blocked me on social media. Spencer told me to delete his number. And, um, and I just felt – yeah, they were just like kind of we're done with you. And then I have been um, – I've been doing these recap videos on mm -hmm. my Instagram where I'm just like – we're Timmy and I are watching the show and we're making funny comments about it like yeah. anybody would. You totally. know, like so harmless. And people started taking it really seriously. And now everyone's saying that I'm this fake nice person to people's face but that I'm actually just like making fun of everyone behind their back. And I'm like, you guys – like it's we're fun. all doing we're all this. Doing it, like yes. you guys are talking about me on your podcast. Like yes. the stuff I'm saying is not that crazy. It's yes. like making fun of someone eating avocado toast on camera because that's like kind of a like crazy thing to do. You know, like <laughs> eating on camera, nobody looks good. So like, <laughs> so it's saying things like that. And so now Spencer and Heidi, they think that I'm. Um, they, they, they've called me like a liar. Like they think I'm this person that I'm not when honestly, it's also the show has never showed various sides to me, you right. know, like I'm sure you sitting here with me right now, uh, not that I'm different than what you see on TV, but on TV, like they're not showing my personality, like this, well, this round, this like. A well-rounded, a well-rounded yeah. view of my personality, and so Spencer and Heidi say, like, you know, you're you're one way on the show, and you're a different person in real life. I'm like, well, everybody, yeah, we're not exactly who we are on TV, totally. So, anyways, that fight that was kind of like sucks. all over the place. That's so annoying. Yeah. So I apologize. I sent them a text because I I felt bad, and I don't like having this weird energy out there with people, not getting along with people. So I apologized. Um, I, I mean, I, I could text Heidi because she 
didn't block me or delete my number, but Spencer won't talk to me. You know, they kind of remind me of Jax and Brittany. Jax blocks everyone. What's the deal with that? I don't know, but it amuses me. I, I should never, just be amused. It hurt my feelings at first. I mean, but you really got to think about, is it that big of a deal? No. It's, it's really, I'm so sensitive, And you, you see that Spencer does this a lot. Yeah. So you have to just look at it from a place of, like, it being amusing. Like, okay, you had brought Katie up on yes. your podcast. Yes. Like, she does get her feelings hurt, like, when, like – Jax does something like that. Like, that irritates her and bothers her. And I'm like, why? It's funny. He's literally on his phone right now so frustrated that he had to go look you up and click the block sign. Like, that is – it's funny. That's, like, actually kind of insane. You guys are, like, really close friends and he's doing that. That's funny. Yes. So then we see each other at, like, his house. Every day. The next day. And I'm like, why aren't you – why aren't you following her yet, Jax? Yeah. What what does he say? He's like, oh, I forgot. I forgot. You know, know, just just things happen. You know, things happen. and that's literally how he acts. It's so silly. It's so silly. I'm just like, I feel like they do it because they know they're going to affect the person in a certain way. Like they know they have power over this person's feelings. And I feel like I've let them get the best of me. Yeah, so you can't. I shouldn't. You just have to learn not to care. I'm telling you, it is such – I think being selfish is such like a powerful thing if you're not hurting anyone Mm -hmm. with your selfishness. You're right. Because you just learn to like really only think about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And that helps you lead like a lead a happy life. No, I – there is definitely a lot of truth to that. I do – feel like I will initially get my feelings hurt and get really sensitive. And then after a few days, I start to be like, oh, this is so silly. Like, this doesn't really mean anything. But it takes me a while to get there. Yeah. Well, listen. You have season two we'll to, learn, to learn a little. I don't know learn if I can more. handle it. You can. If I'm going to be fighting with everybody all season, I don't – If I don't think I can handle it. Yes, you can, Whitney. And I will tell you why you can. Because I have watched something I really admired that you did. When you were pregnant, you did all of those videos. Mm -hmm. And you would cry, Mm -hmm. okay? You were very raw and very real and very vulnerable. And I think that is, like, as scary as it gets. Mm -hmm. Showing that, and especially about motherhood, something that, like, I would imagine, and, I mean, I've never been pregnant, but, Mm -hmm. like, when you get pregnant, you almost feel like, oh, my God, am I less of a woman because I'm having these feelings? Am I right. less of a mother or right. am I less – so I think that was probably one of the bravest things you could do. If you can fucking handle that, you can handle Spencer and Heidi yelling at you at Ledoux. <laughs> it's okay? so crazy. Well, you know, First of all, you're so right when you say it like that. I'm like the things that I was actually dealing with were such crazy internal struggles that I was like so vulnerable about. But that's because Timmy and I were filming it together and like – we were, it was just us and we, we feel so comfortable with each other. But when other people are attacking your character, it, it feels more intense. Yeah, especially – I mean, and I know knowing that, like, you have no control over that edit. Yes. So that to me is, like, sometimes gets to – gets to me. Like when I'm in a fight, I know that like I think I'm so right. Right. But it da- it actually doesn't matter because it's what the editor thinks. A hundred percent. So like they I- could make you seem like you're the crazy one. That's what's so scary is that you don't then have control over the narrative and then and then being misunderstood is so frustrating. Yeah. And then that's when that's what breeds insecurity. Like I can imagine yeah. for Katie like how hard that must be to to deal with because then she has to go above and beyond trying to prove that she's something that she's not. And that's, yeah, yes, that's it, hard. It is, especially when you have like real villains that are actually like doing fucking shady ass shit. Yeah. And then you just get this, you know, this, you know, Katie or whomever just like gets this kind of like edit just because of the way her delivery is for things. I know. Because why do I like, why do I not sometimes feel bad for James? But I, Ugh. so that is, I mean, I said, I complained to my producer, I complained to Bill all about this last year because I'm like, y'all know the shit that he's done that we haven't even scratched the, the surface yeah. and you are giving him this sympathetic 
edit like him you know filming with his mom in every he's scene. crying you're showing yeah. all this like and I'm like I am feeling bad for him and I know him and I know what he's done and I'm looking at my best friend and I'm like I'm not siding with you just right. based on what I'm watching I know and I can imagine insane. how frustrating that because I as a viewer was like oh my god I feel so bad for this kid and like why is Lisa being so hard on him and why won't they give him a second chance and like what has he done that not that everybody else hasn't done yeah, so but there's so much we don't know I mean I was on Jackie Schimmel's podcast and she was like there's so much you don't know that that they don't discuss which is the same thing that you're saying yeah yeah it's just it's hard but but you also have to know that the viewers are savvy enough to to like read between the lines I like to think that but when I see all of the hate that like Katie gets yeah I realize that no, yeah, they're not, and including myself. Well, I because guess for me I too, because wa- I watch it too, and I said I watch the same it, thing about it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, Katie, you look like an asshole. James, right. you look sympathetic, and right. I'm like, I'm fa- I'm not reading between the lines, and I know what's going on. Yeah, that's so weird. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about a few things that are. Yes. I loved your bio, your little bio on your website where you just list all the things that I like things. or I am. Yeah, and there were a few that I had questions about. <laughs> Let's talk about it. You're a snow globe collector. <laughs> Yes, so that's currently in the garage, but like I've kind of put that on the back burner. But I used to – everywhere I would go, I would get a snow globe. I was once in London and I was at this really cool showroom – and they had like a whole wall of snow globes and it really inspired me. And I was like, I'm going to do that. I love that. You should be the crazy old lady that just has <laughs> all of the, you know, what are those called? Like just, you know, like the, the trinkets, gl- the glass, you open the glass oh, doors yes. and it's nothing but snow globes. <laughs> I've just recently decided. My grandma. I want to start collecting the Swarovski things. Oh my God. My I sister have like, has a whole collection. Okay. I have like three of them. I have a great wedding present for you. I'm okay. going to give her, her I'm going to give you her great. entire Swarovski collection. Wait, you're just gonna she like literally just designed I'm gonna it. ask her no 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 she used to collect all of them too she has the most insane ones you would really? die yeah I just love them they're so sparkly they put me in a good mood and I'm like I'm totally okay being the crazy lady who collects Swarovski like that. So my grandma was this lady and she started collections for each one of us. So I'm I have there's four girls in my family. My collection was miniature glass shoes. So anywhere she would travel, she got I have I have a whole collection of miniature glass shoes. Oh my god. My sister sitting next door to us right now because she works here at Dear Media has um uh I think it's vases, mini glass vases. One has mini tea sets. And Ashley's is the Swarovski crystals. That is the <laughs> cutest tradition. <laughs> it's so weird, though. We never even collected them. She just did it all for us, and then we had to house them. Oh, my God. I want to start this tradition. You should. You should start it with Sunny. I should. What will I get Sunny? Crystals. No, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> I'll know. have to ask Spencer for some. I don't um, know. But you can come up with something. I Don't you think that is – It is a really cute thing. And then there's, like, a story behind each one where she got it, and it is really cute. I love that. But yeah, I need to find my collection. I think I just put it in. Once you have, once you move in with your significant other, like shit, I, you can't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Timmy wants. He doesn't want my like a hundred snow gloves sitting out on a shelf. <laughs> like he does not. I love it. Yeah. I'm all about a good collector. Yeah, like, like even if it's like borderline hoarding, I just there's just something about being surrounded by like things that make you happy. Yeah. What else do you collect? I just feel like I have a lot of trinkets everywhere. Yeah. Like scattered throughout. And so like when people come to my home, they're like, your home is like really interesting. Like you can, there's something to look at everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, like there is. And I love every single one of these things. So like I'm just surrounded by all this shit. But it's organized. Yes. It's not like hoarder style. No. So I used to be like that. And then Timmy came in and was like, we need to like streamline. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd, all that stuff is just in storage now. But okay. if you went to my mom's house, you'd see all that stuff everywhere. I've just recently discovered this new jewelry brand, Orate. Okay. I have moved up a little in terms of my taste. You know, I used to shop at stores and get like $15 jewelry and then just like they would break all of that. I've gotten to a point where I want to just like invest in pieces that are nice. Like I love real gold. I love diamonds, but that shit is so expensive. So when I discovered Orate, I got really excited because they have fine jewelry and they're based out of New York City and it's a company founded by women for women and the pieces range from classic pieces to statement to like really original pieces. 
I happen to get a bunch of the rings because I'm like, you know what? I feel like I want to start stacking rings more. And I have like a cute gold one that has my initials on them. I just feel like everyone should own some good, nice pieces that they can wear all the time without feeling like it's going to break. And let me tell you, the reason why their prices are so good is because you're not going to a middleman to buy jewelry. So there's no markup whatsoever. You just go straight to them. If you were to go buy this jewelry, like at a store on, you know, Fifth Avenue or something like that, it would be like five times more the money. So if you like my taste in jewelry, I know that you will love Orate and you can get 15% off your first Orate purchase when you go to oratenewyork.com slash Stassi and use my promo code Stasi. That's spelled A-U-R-A-T-E New York.com slash Stasi and use my promo code Stasi at the end uh, for 15% off your order. Okay, this is I, I this is uh, something I thought I read this wrong. You're a pasta hater. Oh yeah. Um so I have never had pasta my whole life. I know you guys I, so my wait. friends paid me on my bachelorette party to try some. Wait. Whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> Accepted money wait. to try pasta. <laughs> Why? Can you, I don't I don't understand this. Like, yeah. I, how have you never had pasta? How was it just something that you never you never wanted to I try? I never wanted it. The texture always weirded me out. I felt like it was too like rubbery and yeasty and like just disgusting. And so I just have never never wanted it. Ever, never. I'm disgusted and repulsed by you. <laughs> so is, many people are. This is in. This is it's actually like the weirdest thing about me. It it actually really is. Like, yeah, it might be the weirdest thing I've ever heard about anyone. And I watch a lot of weird shows. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so is, I should really take a good look at myself. So um, on your bachelorette party. So we were in Vegas, and my friend, um, they had a whole bowl of pasta, and they just dared me to eat like three bites of it or something and they each put in fifty dollars and, and I did it and I you got two all the money. <laughs> I I think I made like two hundred and fifty dollars. So did you enjoy it? No, it was disgusting. I think it's disgusting. Not- I like everything that goes in it. Like I'll order just meat sauce by itself and eat it as like a soup or a chili or something. Or like I like everything else but the pasta. <laughs> Can I be hypnotized to not like <laughs> pasta? Because I think that I would be like 17 pounds lighter if you didn't if eat I it. didn't like pasta. Like I, 100%. Just like think it's gross. I but I don't. <laughs> like at all. My Sunny's upset. I he eats pasta for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I follow Rome food on Instagram. Rome? Hashtag #rome. Oh, R- like the, the place. The place. I was like R O A M food. Yes. That? No, so that no. I can just okay. so every day constantly I'm just scrolling through different pasta dishes and it honestly it satisfies me just looking even looking at it. It does cuz I was talking to like um like a nutrition expert last week and she was like, "You know, it's really bad like, you know, because that makes you like go and overeat." I'm like, "I genuinely feel like I had that pasta when I see a photo of it. So that's a good thing then because you're not actually consuming it. No, only on like special occasions really. Like I'm not going to like order pasta in from Postmates. Like I'll do it when I go to a restaurant or something like that. Pasta pasta delivery does not sound good. I mean any pasta obviously to me doesn't. But Like like, mac and cheese, you just don't like mac and cheese. Ew, I think that's actually the grossest kind. (laughs) Like the cream, like like craft mac and cheese. Are you talking like any kind? But I like the basic, like Annie's shapes. Ugh. Probably what you make for Sunny. No, I don't even make that for Sunny. I like. I'll make him just fusilli with melted butter and parmesan. I, Timmy had to even teach me how to make pasta. I didn't even know how to make it. So do you? <laughs> when you go to an Italian restaurant, are you just like? I actually love going to Italian restaurants, but I will eat like they always have great salads and appetizers. Oh my god, they have Whitney. great pizza, <laughs> steak with arugula and parmesan. Just no pasta. This is why you look the way that you do, and I'm I, you know, it's fantastic. It's great. You know, when my listeners are asking me, it's like, what should I do to lose weight? Well, dislike pasta. Yeah, it's true. That's all you need to do. <laughs> okay. Just depends how much you're eating it. Because I feel like pasta in moderation is fine. Uh, whatever. Do you make pasta? Yeah, I hand roll it. No. 
<laughs> so do you cook and like do you cook? No, Bo I don't cooks. either. S- same to me. Bo does. Yeah, like, cannot be bothered. With yeah, cooking. I don't enjoy it. I don't have a knack for it. Same. It's just like not uh, a thing. Whatever. But I'm yeah. I'm happy that he does. Same. It makes my life so much easier. Yeah. Does Timmy like it? He loves it. Okay. See, we Lu- we're really lucky. Yes. I feel like the women who can find partners that love to cook for them are really the women who like have it all. Yeah, we have one. Yeah. We've won at life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So you're a pasta hater, manicure maniac. So I got really insecure because normally I am. And today they oh started. God, I didn't even look. They started chipping. And I'm like, well, especially fuck. when you have like that new ring on your finger and everyone's like, let me see the ring. And yes. then you have a gross manicure. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, it's just like, ugh, my cuticles are actually disgusting. <laughs> but I, I have to get, I just love manicures so much. I love You love getting them? I love getting them. Okay, this is where we're different. No, no, no. You don't I don't like sitting there and getting I it. I hate getting them. I just love it to already be done. Like yeah. I, I can't stand when my nails aren't perfect, but I also can't stand getting them done. So I like it. I feel like for me it's it's relaxing time. I think also it has to do with having a kid. I think before I had a kid it was like – I was impatient. I'm like, let's just get this over with. But now, once you have a kid, all these things that used to become like annoyances because they take so long, you look at them as like, this is my time to just unwind and not think about anything and just like sit and be still. Oh. Yeah. That so makes it changed sense. for me. Kind of like, do you like flying? Now I do. Never did before. Okay. Never I, did before. I love flying because it's like I can – no one Be can reach you. No one, I'm not well, one of those Wi-Fi, but whatever. I don't really do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Like, no. Like, <laughs> go, go in flight and suck it. No, I'm not doing it. Because I just want to, like, drink my wine, watch a movie. I even like plain food. Like, the, oh, I don't, I don't know. I well, don't you know don't that. like eating. No, I actually okay. do like eating. <laughs> this is bad. I'm like, I, I do like eating, okay? Um, but plain food is like, that's like a known thing that not a lot of people like. Like, like I'm not I don't crazy for not liking plain food. I don't understand. You're the it. crazy one. <laughs> that might be true. I just feel like whenever I fly to New York, there's always like something good, and I'm like, wow, this is all so tasty. I, I don't do it. It all. It's just like thinking about it, like where it came from, how long it's been sitting there. Like I don't know. It just doesn't. Yeah, I'm not do weird it about for I'm me. Not but but I like flying now because I like the fact that I can just like sit there and chill. Yes. And not just – But I get living. annoyed when I fly with Timmy because he always falls asleep and that's annoying because I can't really sleep on planes. Xanax. Drugs. <sighs> I know. I should just – I mean over the counter. You I could know. take a Benadryl. Like, I know. A melatonin. Yeah. Like honestly, I struggle – to keep my eyes awake because I just love just, flying so much that yeah. I want to enjoy the experience. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, I'm like one of those kids that's like, I don't want to go to sleep yet. I don't want to go to sleep. And I try really hard. And then it just, I mean, it just happens. But yeah. I just love flying. It's I like, need your tips. no one can bother you. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I know people probably, well, I know they already ask you this all the time about Lauren, but that's not who I care to ask you about. That's okay. No. I care to ask you. How much of a bitch was Olivia Palermo to you? Oh, my God. I've never met her. I will say this. She looks like she could be evil, but she has amazing, amazing, amazing style. The best. It's like Like nauseating. I know. It's annoying because you want her – right. You you don't want to – you, like, hate to like her. Is that the right thing? Okay. She's very confusing. She's yes. not relatable at all. No, 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 no. You don't all. you don't want to like sorry, Olivia. You don't want to like be her, you know? Like you just you want to just, just admire look her. like her. You want to yeah. admire her? Yeah. <laughs> just. Like she the thing is is that she was actually so nice to me when I first got to New York and I kind of blame the producers for our issues cuz they would paint her in a light to me that wasn't good and I think because they they were trying to get us to not like each other. The other thing is is that she was not nice to the producers and I saw that side to her and that bothered me. That actually – when I hear those stories, yeah. to me that's like deal breakers in people. But I've heard that a lot of your cast is like that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've heard that – I've been told that we are the most difficult (laughs) cast and like – 
I, I'm like, am I in that category? No. Everyone says they love you. Oh, that's good to know. Yes. Everybody says that. Oh my God. That's good. Thank God. Um, cause I, I don't like that at all. I mean, there have been times when, um, when the producers will treat us a certain way, like we're kind of their employees and then I, and then I, I can have some attitude with them. Um, but other than that, like, yeah, I've heard that the Hills cast is nightmarish. It's, I love like when I didn't, when you guys were filming, like just checking in with like the producers and ones that you know yeah, and just being like, how is it? And they're like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Literally like, this is like so hard getting them to show up getting them to do anything. I know. And it's, I mean, I don't understand that. It's like if you signed up to do this show. I know. It's not like you have to show you. What? I know. It's a job. It's so so strange. It was like, it's like people want the paycheck, but then they don't actually want to be on the show. It's strange. And I, I, I understand it because the show, it was Nothing was like a group effort almost. Like we need, we needed to all get together before we started and have a plan. I don't know if yeah. you guys do that. We tried season one and it all went out the window. Yeah. But at least we made the effort. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it's like camaraderie at least. Right. Totally. But like they, everyone just was on different pages and, um, and it was all just a mess. And so I can see why people felt, turned against but then again like I can't understand people just not showing up to set yeah like that I've never done before that's terrifying I couldn't even imagine doing that no like my like my brain explodes thinking as much as like you know there are some of my cast members that like I'm not the biggest fan of like I know that they all show up and like at least like do work right you know what I mean and respect the people that are working their asses off to make it happen and also even just one scene costs so much money so if you just don't show up to a scene like yeah it's just major disrespect yeah we all need to stay hydrated I mean no one actually drinks the amount of water that you're like supposed to drink during the day okay maybe a few of us do props to you if you do that's awesome I don't which is why I use liquid IV all the time so Liquid IV is the fastest growing wellness brand and you can find them everywhere, even freaking Costco, okay? It's a hydration multiplier. So basically when you put, it's a little packet of goodness that you just put in your water bottle or a glass of water and it's basically like drinking two to three more bottles of water more. So did that make sense? You drink one bottle of water. Cool. You put liquid IV in it. It's like you drink two to three bottles of water. And this isn't just for people who just want to, yes, we all need to stay hydrated. I mean, if you have jet lag, I bring these with me on the plane all the time because I'm so dehydrated on and after a flight. I use this for when the times that I do work out. So like if you're somebody who works out a lot, perfect for that. If your kids have like soccer practice, perfect for that. If you're someone who drinks a lot, Perfect for a freaking hangover. Yes, those mornings that I wake up not feeling the best, I drink a liquid IV water and I feel so much better. Bo actually makes cocktails with liquid IV because he feels like he's hydrating himself at the same time that he's dehydrating himself. Go to liquidiv.com and enter my promo code Stasi. You're going to get 25% off your liquid IV order. That's anything you want. And there's so many different flavors to choose from. And they're so easy to carry in your purse, even a clutch. It's They're so tiny. So go to liquid liquidiv.com and enter my promo code Stasi to get 25% off your order at Liquid IV. I just think, I feel like there's so much potential for the Hills right now. Like if MTV would just, I know I said this on yours, your podcast, but if yeah. MTV would just get on board to like what is actually happening real and happening, yeah. like I want to like make a petition that's like, no more Audrina Justin storyline. They yeah. can still be on it. Of course. It's still all but about let's like just show each of their lives. That's what I would really love them to do. And I can't make these decisions for them, obviously. But I've thought about like if I 
were to do the second season, having the conversation of, can we just actually show what's going on in each of our lives and not have it have to be where we're all getting together all the time? Like, I think people would still be interested if we weren't. I think we'd be more interested if it was a little more divided because it's like, oh, look what happened. Yeah. This is where they're all at. Instead of being like, I know you guys aren't all getting together, getting dolled up to go to the old Ledoux, like with like the velvet rope shit and all of that. And I'm I like, know. What I know. When is- they asked me to film, I went out one night to like Warwick or something. And I was like, first of all, I'd never felt so old in my entire life. Like literally, I, everyone I'm, was I'm in athleisure. 15 years older <laughs> than all the people at the club. Yeah. Yes. In like sports bras and baggy sweatpants. And like, I was like, why are we, why are we doing this? Yeah. And it was, it's because it's like a chance to get everybody together. But I think I think that hopefully the producers realize that they should treat this like a a different show, not like how a lot of these ensemble shows are. Yeah. I totally – Like for you guys, like we said on my podcast, it makes sense because you guys are actually friends. So if someone has a bar opening or if someone has a wedding, like obviously you guys are all going to be invited. Yes, totally. But yeah. Yeah, I just think that y'all – because I just have such high hopes for it. You know, I loved The Hills. I mean, everyone my age loved The Hills. It yeah. was just such, like, it's, like, as famous as Madonna. Like, it really is. Like, that, like, <laughs> The Hills crazy. phenomenon is, like, just as big as, like, Britney Spears. Oh Do you know God. what I mean? It, when you think about it. Yeah. So it's just, It's like, just, don't you think, though, sometimes when you're involved so deeply in something that you don't, you don't think see how big it is? Like, do you ever... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I still feel like I'm not even close to, like, making it. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, same. when people are like, how are you so successful? I'm like, am I? Right. They're like, how do you balance it all? You're like, I'm I like, don't know. I do the same thing as everybody else does. I'm like, like what, what am about? I doing that's so different? Yeah. Yeah, so it's so, it, it is something when you're in it, you don't really realize, like, and thing you kind of become, like, numb to certain things. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. I mean, so do you think that – are they refilming stuff right now because of everything that's going on? Um, yeah. So we – our finale is tonight, actually. You're it's filming two, tonight. No, no, no. We're not filming. But our, our two-hour season finale is tonight. But they sh- we shot something last week because so much has happened since we wrapped shooting. Yeah. Um, that they wanted to do like a little – catch up of like what has happened since we wrapped shit went crazy. I'm like shit went crazy. Shit went like cray. I'm nervous that they're gonna do what they do on the housewives where they like stop on people's faces and they're like Whitney has since like had a miscarriage and all is good you know or like whatever not to make light of that uh, whole scenario yeah but um that's I think their intention is to like just do a little recap because like Spencer and Stephanie aren't talking anymore because they ended the season on good terms. Brody and Caitlin obviously aren't together anymore. But I saw that Stephanie did that whole crazy post. What did she do? I don't even know. It was was like a month ago. Oh. Or a month and a half ago. Just talking about them? Talking about everything, saying like just about like. Oh, she talks about how like fake the show is and like. How Heidi's actually a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. It was like in that they like leaked the LC, the Lauren Conrad sex, t- basically alluding to that. And it's yeah. like, I, I feel so bad for Lauren Conrad that people are still talking about a sex tape. I know. That must I be know. so fucking annoying. Like, Honestly. I, I mean, but she, she, I think has, is, she's so mature and like above it all. She's like, who cares? Does she watch it? The show? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't spoken to her about aren't it. Aren't you just I would tempted, really like aren't to Aren't you know. tempted to just text her There's, and be like, yo, have you seen this? Yes. Dying to. And I really should. But you should Lauren just get shit-faced and do it one and, night. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, um, I, Lauren and I didn't really keep in touch. You know, people are always like, are you guys, you know, still good friends? And we, it's kind of those, that thing where, you know, you like, you went to college with someone and you were uh-huh. really good friends at the time, but then things happen, life changes totally. and you don't. So we just didn't stay in touch. But there is so much of me that wants to know what she thinks about this. I doubt she's watching it, honestly. I if you're not gonna have the balls to do it, I'm you're gonna I'm ask gonna her. find a way <laughs> to get this out of her. I'm, I'm like too who, scared. Who do I know that knows her? I'm like, I can think of something. I have this we used to have the same publicist. I could easily ask her. Ask. Her publicist called we we used to have the same one and and um she called me before we were about to start filming and was like, be careful because she just knows 
she, I, I think the message was it could have been coming from Lauren too, but they were just like, just be careful what you're stepping into. Yeah. Because I don't even know if we know the half of like everything that went on, you know? Yeah. Ugh, the Hills. So dark. What yeah. is your favorite episode of The Hills that you've ever – you can pick the city if you want. Um, oh, my God. My favorite episode of The Hills are the ones, I think, when we went to Paris. Oh. Those, we were just so fun. And that, we got to be – we got to get so dressed up. And, like, I had never really had my hair and makeup done at that point. And so yeah. it was so fun to, like, wear designer dresses and be there. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. Is there anything that you've done on the hills that you feel like you regret? You're like, fuck, I wish I just didn't do that. I mean, part of – there's a whole relationship I wish I didn't have. Like, that guy Jay I dated on the city. I, at the time, I, remember that. I was obsessed <laughs> with him. I thought he was the hottest guy I had ever seen. And I was so – I was, like, so naive, though. Like, he'd go dark for days at a time. Oh, we've and all I, been in relationships like but that. But I was like, what What did I think was happening? I, I didn't totally. even know what, like, drugs were at that point. I was so naive. And I just thought that he would, like – he didn't have a phone. His phone was an international phone. I thought he ran out of minutes and, like, he'd eventually find me. Little did I know he was, like, going on binges, you know, like, and just not coming like, up for air were, for three days. You were on this hit show. You now have a spinoff in New York City, and you're like, um, my boyfriend just goes dark for a few days. Maybe he ran out of minutes. He'll come find That's me. That's exactly what I would – I used to, like, text his sister and be like, is he okay? She's like, yeah, he's totally fine. That was my Australian accent. Oh, my um, God. But – yeah, that relationship was funny. It was six months, and um, I think he he's lovely, and, and I, I don't want to, like, talk shit about him, but I think that he really wanted to, like, be famous and be a musician. Well, didn't Brody and Spencer? Isn't that how – and you know what? In all fairness, yeah, I struggle with the term, like, okay, like, someone's thirsty or somebody just wants to, yeah. like, be on the show because it's like, well, so are we. A hundred percent. So I'm like – I've I, signed on the dotted line, too, yes. and, like, want all the good stuff that comes from it. Yeah, yeah. so it's, like, so hard to be, like – I because I still want to, like, judge the people that are, like, coming in to, like – you know, our stuff I and know. be like, you're thirsty, but so am I. I know. I know. It's so complicated. It, you're you're right. Um, but then again, I think it's different when someone comes in trying to date, date someone. Yes, totally. Because then you have to question if they really like you or yes. not. But if someone's just coming in t- to be on the show, then it's like, cool. Like, I don't blame you. I'd want to yeah. be on the show too. What do you think the best part about being on a reality show is? Um... Good question. I mean, it's definitely not the fil- – filming is hard for me. Like, I don't love the filming thing. I feel, like, self-conscious during it. It's definitely more, I think, just the exposure to be able to do other things that I'm passionate about. Like, I have a collaboration with Rent the Runway coming out in April where I'm actually able to, like, do something I'm very passionate about. Because if I wasn't on the show, I really do feel like I would be in fashion in some way, designing or creative directing or something. So I feel like it gives me the platform to do those kinds of things that I really love doing. Um, Then the worst part. The worst part. The worst part is just opening yourself up to criticism, I think. Like that one to me isn't really that difficult. It's not. <sighs> I feel like you really, you know, I really do want to teach you to just not give a shit, Whitney. <sighs> like it really life is just so much easier. I know. You know? I know. I so I have a friend who says to me all the time, she's just like, hashtag who cares, Whitney. It really like, is true who because cares? there's always a new feeling about someone. There's yeah. always a new fight. There's always new – like it's just – life is already like – it's just all in waves. So yeah. like what's the like fucking point of being stressed about about this one thing that's happening right now right. when you know it's just going to get better and then something else shitty is going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's like – no, you're so right. And also, I, I need to work on not putting weight on opinions of people that don't even know me or yeah. like – Yeah. You know what I mean? Like why do I care what this person thinks about me? Like they don't yeah. even know me. I don't even know them. But um, ugh, the other part – I don't know. Filming is – I feel sometimes like I can be like unnatural when the camera turns on. You know, like I feel – filming is never really that fun for me. Like, I'm always looking forward to it ending, kind of. 
Do you ever feel that way or do you like doing – like do you um, actually like the process of filming? I like the process of filming um, unless it's the, – the content that we're filming is like – stuff I don't really care to be talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, obviously it's it's a little exhausting when it's like you have to do walk-ups, you have to mm-hmm. wait around, mm-hmm. you have to like mm-hmm. do wides and all that. That can get annoying, but then I think of like other people's jobs. I know. <laughs> and I know. I'm like, this is the best. No, you're so right. Like yeah. when you put it all in perspective, it is so much fun. It's so – Cool that we get to do this, but I just, I guess I just get self conscious that anything I say could be spun a certain way. And so then that makes me not be in the moment, not really enjoy myself or be who I really am because I'm just so nervous about how it's going to be spun. I think that what you should do is expect for it to be spun. So yeah. just like going out there knowing there's nothing you can do. And no matter what you're going to say, it's going to be spun in a weird way. Yeah. So that you don't think about it anymore. So it's right. like, no matter what, the shit's going to suck. So then you just don't care. Right. But don't you wonder if your friends like – like what happens when the show airs and then they you guys have said things about each other and then like you there, have to deal with that backlash afterwards? There are some sensitive ones on our show who mm-hmm. get upset. But – and that actually kind of frustrates me because I'm like, I thought we all decided that we're here to keep going. Yeah. If I don't – if I'm not honest about like my opinions about you or like what you're saying or doing or a situation, if I'm not honest, then I'm at risk to be fired and also right. I'm making a boring television show. Right, I'm right. here to give my opinion. So if you are offended by that opinion, like – you shouldn't be doing this then. Right. So like when my friends get upset and not – it doesn't happen that often because we're all pretty much on the same page of like expecting – the mission. We expect yeah. that it's going to happen because we just want to work. Right. But I know. I feel like the Hills cast needs to get there because right now everyone is really sensitive and so people are being guarded and they're not really saying how they really feel. Yeah. And I felt like I was starting to try to do that and Spencer and Heidi tried to do that but then like we get too sensitive and then we yeah. close off. Well, it's also hard that you guys are filming stuff while it's airing. Yeah. That is like – Yeah. That makes that really hard and complicated because there have been a few times when our interviews have rolled into – when it starts airing, mm-hmm. and that's when you're like, no, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna I already s- see how this is going totally. right now. I see how this is airing, and now I don't. I don't want to say that because totally. I don't want to help you form that narrative storyline. So like, they should not. I know. <laughs> they should that. really try their best they to keep just, everything current. Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, before you go, I'm just going to ask you one last question. Yeah. What would if you were on death row? Yeah. <laughs> About to die the next day. I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What would your last meal be? I know you don't like pasta or food in general. No. (laughs) I love it. You Um, get an appetizer, an entree with two sides, a dessert, and a drink. Okay. Um, So I'm super basic, and I would get, like, a really good Caesar salad, like a steakhouse-type Caesar salad with um, a New York strip steak, a side of mashed potatoes, and then a chocolate souffle with vanilla ice cream for dessert. Honestly, Is that that's a really and a you really get, dirty martini. That's a really good, satisfying answer. Honestly, oh my god, good. That's I'm, really, really seriously my favorite meal. I eat too much red meat, which is not which is I, I have other unhealthy habits. Really? Um, Do you? Yeah, I know that sounds like so annoying. I also yeah, whatever. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, I'm really into your last meal, and thank you. Oh my god, thank so you so much for doing this podcast. This so I fun. had I had fun. I want to just hang out with you. I know. Let's let's get drinks and get drunk down. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>